Hey everyone, welcome to another episode of the On Fire B2B podcast, podcast where we take business owners and CEOs, B2B space. Six questions, nine minutes, because the best know when to be concise and when to end. Let's get to it. Question number one, in a few sentences, tell us who you are and what do you do? Awesome. Thank you. Yeah, David Valancourt, CEO of GMP Collective. Um, essentially what I do, I'm a scientist by education, classical education, managing everything from project management to global supply chain operations of products, specifically in the cannabis and hemp industry. Perfect. Love it, David. Question number two, what is the best thing about working with businesses? Oh my God. The best thing, especially in the cannabis space, is the breadth of people, the breadth of problems, and the opportunities. The analogy I like to give is, um, especially in cannabis, is that we're literally working with CEOs that come from, say, Wall Street, financial backgrounds. On the same, At the same token, I'm working with somebody that's a fifth-generation grower in Humboldt County that perhaps, uh, you know, burnt their social security card as a teenager, uh, doesn't, doesn't deal with banking, doesn't really trust the government. We throw all those folks in the same room and say, grow $20 million worth of product that's going to be sold in a legal market. That's an interesting challenge. And it's a really fun. fun it, that is definitely an interesting challenge. Question number three, I'm hearing from other top executives and owners that using quotes and <laughs> testimonials from clients really increase conversions and sales. What are your thoughts? Yeah, you know, I think this kind of comes back to part of our niche and how we work. And, uh, you know, it's 2020, right? So we live in a day of information. Anybody can claim to be an expert on the Google, on the web, on LinkedIn. Um, how do you parse through some of that, you know, kind of shenanigans and figure out who's legit? Well, you need to have trust and you need to go back and have a case study and a testimonial. And one way we do that is that we pilot all of our programs and we test that out with a client. We have a beta, you know, kind of a beta client. Mm -hmm. And from there, we have a proof of concept that when we bring it to market, we can say, hey, here's a, don't, don't take my word for it. Trust somebody that's actually gone through it and has realized the benefits. And that all ties back to having a testimonial to know that, you know, don't be about it or don't talk about it, be about it. Absolutely. There. Question number four, what advice do you want to share with other companies in the B2B industry? Go. Actually, you know, let's switch it. What advice do you want to share with people in the cannabis industry? Go. Sure. Yeah. So if you're in the cannabis industry, you have immense opportunity. Um, never before in the world have we seen in the history that I'm aware of, have we taken something that's an illicit product that has been decriminal, you know, been criminalized, prohibited for almost a century and turned it into a multi-billion dollar industry. So that's amazing opportunity. Not to mention that we're living in the world of amazing technology, globalization, despite COVID. That said, how do you take that and um, you know, how do you harness that opportunity? Because you know you gotta you gotta differentiate yourselves from everybody that's producing in this world. Well, you can't just claim that you're awesome. Um, that's great. Everybody's doing that. But back to the point of the testimonial. How do you have independent verification? Well, you have to have third-party attestations and in the food and pharma world, which again, this is not far from products that are, you know, food-based that are being consumed by consumers or that are, you know, medicine or drugs, you need to be able to show that your products are safe. And it's more than just third-party lab testing, which is unfortunately the mandate of every state. You put so much time and money into, if you're a cultivator, you spend over three months growing your product. Do you want to just find out during the final testing that after the three months of labor, time, energy, water, et cetera, that your product fails and needs to be disposed of and incinerated, that's a big risk. And right now, for example, in the state of Colorado, which is the oldest and most mature medical market with an, and recreational market with over a billion dollars in sales last year, the testing results straight from the MED, Marijuana Enforcement Division, shows that over 12% of products still fail final product testing from flour. Wow. That's a lot. And that's a lot of money that's literally just thrown down the drain. 
every day. So don't you want to have processes and controls in place so that you know before your product fails so you can take corrective actions beforehand and be proactive versus reactive? That's where good manufacturing practices come into place. And that's not something that I just made up. That's something that's industry best practices for the world. That's how spices, herbs, pharma, food, dietary supplements are regulated by say the FDA in the United States, uh, by you know the European medicinal agencies and authorities in, in Europe, and how places like the Global Food Safety Initiatives allow for global commerce. If you go to Whole Foods and you want to have your product on the shelf in Whole Foods, there's a GFSI scheme that Whole Foods is going to come in or send their third party in with essentially a two-day audit to verify that you're producing safe products with established controls. So that's a lot. To dial that back, what does that mean for you as a, as a customer, as a business owner? <clears throat> know your process. Have you mapped your process? That, that comes from the front the frontline employees. Walk the process and define that, measure it, and you can have specifications that you can drive a bus through, but you need to have ranges that are going to be met 90% of the time, whether it's here's the temperature in the grow room, here's the amount of water we give a plant per day, you know, from say 50 liters to 100 liters per, you know, per rack. Um, establish those specifications and then recognize where and tie that to your outcomes of your product quality, successes versus failures. And when you have failures, learn from them and use your data. And essentially that's what building a GMP system does. It's tools to mitigate your risk. And it's both from a consumer safety standpoint, which we're all here to you know, serve our consumers. Mm-hmm. And it's also for business safe, for business continuity and best practices. You don't want a 12% failure rate. That's a lot of money lost. So hopefully that's helpful. Perfect. No, I love that there. Let's get to question number five. What other top um, business owners and CEOs in the B2B industry, like yourself, would you like to acknowledge as a leader and should be a guest in my podcast? He's, you know, um, a gentleman that I really like working with um, through ASTM International, which is a standards development, consensus standards development organization. Um, He's the founder and CEO um, of, uh, well, Darwin Millard, the Spock of Cannabis. So that's one person. Um, Charlie Rutherford is a business development manager that um, is fairly well connected. He supports the ASTM D37 cannabis standards development, um, as well as several other companies. Um, Charlie Rutherford's another great gentleman that I, I think you should reach out to. Perfect. I'll look them up and done here. Number six, most important question of the podcast, David, you got to focus on this one. Hey, David, tell me about your first time, your first sale. My first sale. So had a client actually here in Colorado where I'm, where we're home based, um, reached out to us and uh, essentially they needed help. They didn't know where they were at. They had no idea where they were beginning. Um, was working with them, was actually with a different firm at the time and realized that we were going to put in a different person to do the work. And they called us right back and said, um, really appreciate all the work you've done and kind of, you know, business development leading us here. But we chose you over three other companies because you, what you said resonated with us and we trusted you and we want you. And is that possible? And I said, let me make a phone call. I don't see why that's a problem. Um, here we are. That's, that was literally three years ago. Mm-hmm. Um, I just got dinner with that client. Uh, he's no longer with that company now. He's moved on to a, you know, a, a larger company and, you know, uh, has moved up in the world. Um, he's been, they've been my consistent client for three years. I brought them two other clients. 
Um, they've brought me a couple of clients, or, or sorry, I should say, I've brought them a couple of other consultants in that have delivered great value for them. Right. Uh, they were the first company to get ISO 9001 certification in the cannabis industry. Perfect. Uh, we've led them through that. And, um, you know, it's about driving lasting value. So love it. Love it. Hey, David, we got one minute, nine seconds left. Let's get some promo time in. Go for it. <laughs> sure. So, um, you know, I'd love for folks to look out for us at gmpcollective.com. We're on Twitter. We're on Instagram you know, LinkedIn, the whole, the whole world. Um, we've partnered with ASTM and Safety Equipment Institute. If you don't know about ASTM and D37 for cannabis standards, highly recommend you check them out. ASTM is a 120 year old organization that's recognized globally um, with over 30,000 members um, across 140 nations. And uh, the D37 committee is developing consensus-based standards that are being uh, essentially supported and amplified by the likes of the U.S. Pharmacopeia, Health Canada, the European Medicinal Agency, folks from the FDA and the DEA are watching their state, state legislators are looking at these programs for global adoption because it just makes sense because they're consensus standards. So we work to provide value by transcending what standards best practices are and translating how to implement those into the cannabis space on a practical basis. So Perfect. You pulled us. it off. You pulled it off there. Six questions, nine minutes, because the best know when to be concise and when to end. Your website, say it real quick. Yeah. GMPcollective.com. And in GMP, the description, good manufacturing practices. Perfect. There we go. In the description, it's magic. David, thank you so much for being on. Tip of the hat to you. Thanks, Bob. And for everyone Pleasure else watching or listening, make sure you check out more episodes of the On Fire B2B podcast. I am Bob Clark. Y'all have a wonderful day now. Talk to you later. Bye.